Are you thinking about making a move to the South Bay of Santa Clara County? Maybe you're living in San Francisco, or maybe you're living at other places around the Bay Area. Perhaps you're moving from out of the area and into the Bay Area because of a job situation. You're gonna wanna watch through this entire video because as a Bay Area native, I'm gonna tell you all the different things that you need to know about the pros and cons of all of these individual cities so that you can decide for yourself whether this area is gonna be right for you. Now. I'm gonna go over different scenarios though, because depending on you watching, you may be single, you may be a couple, you may have a young family, you may be an empty nester. There are all these different reasons as to why you may be considering to move to this area. I'm gonna be breaking it down via Google Maps so that you can visually see all the different places of Santa Clara County itself. Now, my name is Spencer Sue, your favorite Bay Area real estate agent, and I've been helping people just like you, 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 and you successfully with their move. So whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I'm here to be a helpful resource and you can find my contact details in the description below or you can see it right here. Let's get into it. All right, let's take a look at Santa Clara County. Now, before I talk about the best places you may want to consider on your own lifestyle perspective, I'm going to give you a little bit of a breakdown about the county itself, why prices are what they are, and so that you have a very good understanding of this county. Now, I'm born in this county, so I've lived here for my entire life, so I know this area extremely well. But let's get into it. On the northwest, you have Palo Alto, which is one of the most expensive cities in the county, but also the entire Bay Area. You have Milpitas, which is to the north. And then you have Gilroy, which is the largest, largest kind of city in this section. There's many really small ones. I'm not going to go over those small ones. But high level, this is the breakdown. Now, I'm going to be going over all these different cities. And I'm going to also then shift of if you're a single or a couple, where you may want to go because of like lifestyle activities. If you had a young family, where you may want to consider. And then if you were really caring about schools, some of the best areas to consider when it comes to that. So let's break it down. First, Palo Alto. Let's break it down by cities and give you a little bit of idea why things are priced what they are. Palo Alto is one of the most expensive cities in the Bay Area. The most expensive and the nicest places uh, to live in Santa Clara County is a couple. You have Palo Alto, which is excellent. Homes really start single family wise, 3 million plus. And then you have places like Los Altos. So Los Altos, why do people want to choose Los Altos? Very good schools. You can see just, and you can kind of just see by the lines because it shows a little bit of density. Los Altos, the reason why people choose here is even for the same exact amount of money, your price per square foot is better here and you have a lot more land here. So those are the reasons why people choose Los Altos and Los Altos Hills. Now Mountain View, excellent area, home to Google, home to Alphabet, a wonderful area, lots of things to do, very desirable also up there on the price range. Now, what's interesting is we're not going to go east for now. We're going to go a little bit south. We're going to talk about a little bit about Cupertino. We're going to talk about Saratoga and Los Gatos. So as you go further out, it does get a little bit cheaper. So Cupertino in general is a little bit less than Los Altos. Still, you can get very, very nice houses here. Now, what's in Cupertino? Home to Apple, right? Apple is a huge corporate real estate player, and they continue to gobble up more real estate. So Cupertino, high prices, predominantly, if you look at the demographics, high, very high percent of Asians. And it has always been that way. It was that way when my parents came over four decades ago, because that was kind of the place to be uh, for, at that point, like wealthy Taiwanese people. Now we couldn't make it into Cupertino, unfortunately, at that point, but it is what it is. Maybe one day we will. Uh, so that's Cupertino. Then you go south, Saratoga. The benefit of Saratoga is still excellent schools. But there's actually kind of an interesting thing. There's actually three different school districts within Saratoga. So be very careful. Uh, there are some areas that have better schools in Saratoga as a city than others. So be mindful of that. There's different things that they feed into. But either way, Saratoga is still an excellent place 
you it's a very similar thing to Los Altos in terms of you get a lot more land there because things are a lot more spread apart. Uh, you have a lot more nature there. That's the benefit of, of Saratoga. Los Gatos, kind of similar. Now, Los Gatos, excellent schools there. The prices are a little bit less because, as you can see, your commute, which is what I'm about to go over momentarily, is a little bit further out, right? So at the end of the day, the prices predominantly are not because of good schools. If it was, Mountain View wouldn't be the price where it is at because Mountain View doesn't all have good schools. You know, the Sunnyvale. The further out you go, the further east you go, the cheaper it is because your commute is that way. Think about all the big tech players that have continued to do extremely well, but are also based here. And so people like to be within proximity. And that's why you see what you see. So the logic is the further out you go, typically the cheaper it is. So let's go over now the breakdown of, let's say you were a single person. Let's say you're moving from another area, but you still want to buy a place and still want to be on your own. Or let's say you are a, a, a couple and you still want to have like lots of places easy to access, to dine, places to go out at night. I would say there's a lot of very good spots for you. So let's talk about it, right? So Palo Alto, you have two excellent locations. You have California Avenue and then you have downtown, right? So those are two excellent locations. They have their own kind of strip. So downtown or university goes all the way through to Stanford. There's lots of fantastic places to eat. There's lots of bars uh, and restaurants and activities there. The, the crowd is relatively older versus like a place like San Francisco or downtown San Jose, but classier place, lots of good options, lots of great uh, small bars and activities, lots of good places to go. Next, you have Mountain View. Mountain View, really known for downtown Mountain View, Castro Street, right? So here you have lots of fantastic foods, fantastic options. One of my favorites is, let's see if you can zoom in here, uh, Udon Miguzo. Uh, where is it? Right here. Udon Miguzo, excellent. Oh, there's you can't go wrong. There's so many good options here. So if you don't like Japanese udon, then you can go somewhere else. They have also one of the best farmer's markets. It's at the Caltrain station and there's plenty of parking all around. That is one of the better things about living in the South Bay because most of it is getting around through car. All these places have plenty of parking and most of them have no issues. Um, like there's no, you're not getting charged for parking. Like you're not paying for parking. They're all free parking. So that's one of the benefits out in that area. Now, some other places you can hang out, downtown Sunnyvale. So downtown Sunnyvale, you have one of my favorite restaurants, one of the best Mediterranean places, Dish Dash. You have the Whole Foods over here. I think you have an AMC there too. So this is a very, uh, a good plaza and community for people to hang out. Next, if you go more east, Santa Clara, Santa Clara doesn't have a whole lot in like the city perspective, but you have a really good option for lots of uh, activity, which is at Valley Fair, which is for shopping, but more importantly, Santana Row. There are several good drinking spots here and hit me up, happy to join. It's always a good night out. People rent out Ferraris all the time, Lamborghinis. You'll see that all the time, especially for Friday nights, Thursday nights, Saturday nights. It is lively and there is a lot going on. So most people will go to several places. You have V-Bar. So that's the second level of this hotel. Really nice hotel. The second level is open. Even during like the summer, they have their outdoor patio open, which is super nice. You have um, Straits, very uh, popular spot. People are dressed to impress if they're going out to Straits. So the south parts of Valley Fair, you have a few good spots. You have El Jardin, which is a very good tequila spot. You have Vintage Wine Bar. So if you wanted um, 
if you're just in the mood for wine and cheese, that's a good, really, really popular spot. Uh, an excellent place that has wonderful happy hour options, which is EMC Seafood. Like, so you can see there's a lot of places all within this strip. It's basically just a two block strip. So you can see this is a very, very popular spot Thursday, Fridays. So what happened with this mall is Westfield Valley Fair, they actually started charging for parking. So most people are not parking there unless you're, you're shopping there. Uh, at the mall. But if you're in Santana Row, which is literally across the street, there is a very big structure here. Here you actually have the Tesla so, uh, char car charging too. And you can just park here and then just walk through any of it. And if you actually go to the southern part, you can also find uh, plenty of parking. There's actually a lot more parking spots here because it's a little bit further out, right? You're at the end versus this one's kind of more towards the Right, got more towards the middle. So you can see that that's a very, very popular spot. If you want to dress to impress, that's where you go. You'll see lots of, many times they're rentals of like Ferraris, Lamborghinis, these high-end cars. So there's something to be mindful of. Next, downtown San Jose, some people don't really know about downtown San Jose. But to be fair, there's a lot of stuff to go to do there. One of my favorite places is San Pedro Square. Um, there are like small bars here called SP2, Communa Bar. There's a lot of live music happening all the time. Here, you're going to be mostly, well, you're going to be mostly paying for parking because it's now downtown, but you'll have lots of activities to do. The weekends are really busy. The evenings are also busy, especially if you go to a Sharks game. A lot of people park out over here and they walk to the SAP Center. So you have activity to go to there. Now, next. Kind of a hidden spot. Not a lot of people know of it, which is downtown Campbell. Downtown Campbell has one of my favorite places, which is called Akis. That's like a California Mex. Does that make sense? It's not like authentic Mexican food, but it's still very good. And one of their specials is the swirls. And they call it like a industrial grade tequila, something like that. Something crazy like that. And uh, so that industrial grade <laughs> Um, swirl, especially because it's like mixed like a margarita. One dr one drink, you're done. You're most likely if you can drink two, then I don't want to hang out with you because you drink a lot if you can handle two of that. But one, you'll be done. And it's not that expensive. It's like I don't know, 10, 15 bucks or something for a drink, and you'll get um you will get messed up. Uh, so it's pretty funny there. So there's lots of good restaurants here. The sushi confidential is good. There's also a club in Campbell, which is called Cardiff. So Cardiff is like the only kind of club, but there are little bars around. It's not a very big street. So daytime is actually quite nice, but nighttime there's uh, some good activity that happens in that area. So that's Campbell. Next, let's see where I may have covered. Cupertino has lots of good like restaurants. So if you like Asian food, uh, especially Chinese food is some of the best, but not, a, not that much going on in Cupertino. Uh, Montesoreno, definitely not. But Los Gatos, there is some activity going on there too. So Los Gatos has their downtown Los Gatos. Um, there are a few bars, very good restaurants, but not like super active. I know there's like some um, salsa and bachata uh, activities to do in that area, but otherwise not so much uh, in Los Gatos relative to all the places I considered. So, and then you talk about like South Bay, South Bay, not, not nearly as much, way more suburb. Milpitas, Milpitas doesn't have much activity either. Um, I would say that the evening one that's an activity would be they opened up this place at uh, here, which is the McCarthy Ranch. So Big Owls is good for entertaining. There's like games, bowling, things like that. At the Great Mall area, you have Dave and Buster's. So you have uh, lots of great drinks, lots of activities. So a lot of people, especially when I was in my 20s, would go there. Uh, but you can still definitely have a lot of good fun and activity, playing games, drinking, things like that. 
Outside of that, the rest, there's not much people would do. Morgan Hill has a nice downtown, but it's not, you still have bars, but it's because of the distance, really only like locals would tend to go here. Most others that are in the South Bay will go to all those places that I just brought up. So that gives you an idea about activities, things to do if you were in that kind of lifestyle. Now, if you were uh, caring about schools, like where would you consider? So the, the better school districts are a follow. I'm just going to go down the list. Uh, you can kind of see at the end of the day, a mix of your budget and size of home requirements, which will dictate, especially if it's schools, where you would be. But generally, the good schools would be a, a couple of areas. You know, certainly have Palo Alto. You have Los Altos. You typically have some parts of Mountain View. Not all Mountain View is good, but some parts of Mountain View are good. Typically, the southern parts of Sunnyvale have the best schools out relative to all of Sunnyvale. You have Cupertino, which is excellent. Saratoga is excellent. Montessorino is excellent. Los Gatos is good. And then you really, you have like the Southern parts that are actually pretty good. So you could go Campbell. They have pretty good schools. Cambrian Park and just some small quadrants up here. So it has actually good schools like Almaden Valley. Those all will have good schools in this region. Now, if you go up North, Milpitas has excellent schools. Berryessa, which is the North parts of San Jose, also has good schools. They go to Piedmont Hills High School and they also have some good elementary schools. Um, and that's kind of pretty much it for this core area if schools matter to you. So at the end of the day, the question is, do you spend the money to buy your home and then take your kids to public school? Or even within all those same areas, you still have excellent private schools. So some people, for example, they live in great areas like a mid parts of Sunnyvale, Santa Clara, or like Willow Glen. Now, many of them don't actually have that good school districts throughout as in elementary, middle, high school. So for example, Willow Glen has an excellent elementary school, but the middle and high school are not that highly rated. And so many of them, they, at that point, choose do they relocate, maybe go to Campbell, West San Jose, Cupertino, or wherever it may be, or do they just take their kids to private school? And there's actually many private schools not that far from there. So that kind of, that gives you an idea from what to expect. Now, last thing I'll bring up is if you want newer construction, to be fair, most of these cities are pretty old. Most newer construction will be happening just kind of throughout. So for example, if you're open, it's like condos and townhomes, there'll be different pockets that, that come throughout. So right now, for example, in Santa Clara, you have a place next to Westfield Valley Fair. You have a place next to Santana Road. There are some homes built like Pulte Homes there, and they're almost, they're going through and finishing up. But the communities are not that big. I would say there may be, if you're lucky, maybe 30 plus, 30 to, I don't know, 80 homes. They're not like huge developments. Now, Santa Clara went through a big project not long ago. So it's up here. So it's right here. So this was a huge development by Summerhill Homes. So they built Nuevo. And so they have a new community, which is Apex, which is by Toll Brothers. These are luxury condos for sale. They have Prado, which are higher end rentals. They're building another one next to it. And all of these are used mostly condos and townhomes. And then you have a few single family up in the top that are going for over, over 2 million for those single family four stories. You have some places that are happening throughout. Like for example, one of the new, not, I mean, it is newer, relative speaking, is Communications Hills. So if you want homes with like condos and townhomes and it's like a, it's newer in general, I would say newer as in the last 15, 20 years then Communications Hills would be an excellent option for you to consider. And if you otherwise, if you go more south, especially like Gilroy, you can actually get single family homes for under a million bucks. So there's a lot of development still happening in Gilroy because Gilroy has actually a ton of land and it takes time to develop this. And now to be fair, there's a lot more flexibility and people uh, willing 
to go out and consider to buy there, right? So because of that, you have a lot of development happening really on the west part, which is really Glen Loma Ranch. So I have lots of videos. Just find it on my YouTube channel. There's a huge community. Lots of different builders are there. And it's this section here that continues to do the developments. And so if you want new construction single family for under a million, that's where you consider if you're willing to deal with the traffic. So what do you think? Was that helpful? Let me know in the comments below with which city you're most interested in. I have all these different series of living in X city that is available for you as you look through my YouTube channel. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe. Make sure you like this video and share it with any of your friends that are considering to move here or settle down here. And of course, I would love to be your trusted real estate resource. So if you have any questions and you want to go over a game plan together, let's do it. My contact details below. We can set up a Zoom call and we can go over the best places to consider relative to your wants, your budget, and ultimately your commute. See you next time. Bye now.